We have to take these days very seriously and soberly as well, you know. Uh, you might think, you know, what's going on? You know, you're, it looks like you're having this uh, incredible time and there's tragedy and there's turmoil happening all over the nations. But let me tell you something. What's the focus of these gatherings that we have live? The purpose of us coming together is for this, that we will be devoted to him, that we will capture by the Ruach HaKodesh exactly what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. Um, and that we will see the kingdom of Yehovah manifest within our life. So I want you to take a couple of seconds right now, invite some people. So just go on and invite some people because we are going to press in uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to share some awesome words to just now. You know, if you watched last night, man, I tell you what, I, you know, we are not joking around here. This is serious stuff. If you don't get your mindset in place, if Elohim is for you, who can be against us? Listen, are you taking up your calling? Are you taking the calling of God over your life serious? Um, you know, and I, I want to uh, just encourage you right now, you know, that you need to take the call of Yehovah very serious at this time. It is vitally important that we are in tune with the Spirit. And yesterday, I really believe we were putting a plumb line down by the Spirit, and it was so important. And as I've been pressing in, in prayer today and just getting before the Father, I recognize the urgency uh, of the body of Messiah to rise up. It is so important that we rise up and become everything that the Father has called us to be. In the background, you can see I've got the news running there and um, from time to time I'll switch that on just to see some updates on what's happening around the world and it is devastating the things that are taking place um, especially you know there was one report uh, thanks to Sheila in Canada that sent me this report of uh, a nurse who was called in to work in Michigan last night and uh, she went in did an extra shift after not sleeping worked the entire night and um, she saw all these people coming in needing to go on ventilators and at 7 a.m. this morning she put the last person on or put you know the last person on a, on a ventilator that was available so what are they going to do from now uh, from here on in you know they've got to make a decision who's going to live or who's going to die who's going to get the help they need or who is not going to get the help because they don't have the equipment and one thing that uh, was really interesting she showed me the bag that she was carrying and it was her mask that um they didn't have the mask, so you had to put this mask just within your bag, take it home with you, because the next day that's all, you, all you've got for your protection. And, you know, just flying home the other day uh, to Israel, I realized that the level of the risk that I faced, especially when I got to New York and I saw how empty the airports were at New York, but it wasn't about how empty the airports were. It was the people who were getting on the plane from New York to London, especially the religious Jews coming on the plane. Uh, when you saw in New York that, uh, that uh, the gatherings of the religious Jews in New York was spreading uh, the coronavirus uh, in, in quite a level. So there I was getting on a plane with some people that, uh, 
you just didn't know what they were carrying. And, you know, you recognize the seriousness. The question is, are we disciplined enough at this time to pull ourselves aside, to stop so that we can get focused on how we are called to, to live? Well, you know, I'm not here to talk about what's going on in the world system. I'm here to get us in tune with what's happening in the spirit and how we can really press in. Why? Because we have to know the voice of the Holy Spirit. Do you know the voice of Yehovah? We need to know his voice because you are going to be called to take steps. There's places that you need to go. There's things that you need to do. And if you don't hear or don't trust the voice of the Spirit, you're going to have a problem. And, uh, you know, it was like, I shared this yesterday. I've shared this most days, but you need to hear this. I just saw the report uh, on uh, my wife Haley's Facebook about how from last night, it was the last flights of LL um, out of uh, New York and, and other countries. You know, not just the States, but from other countries. LL was saying from Thursday night, basically from today, Friday, there'll be no more flights coming into Israel. Well, anyway, my flights for Friday were cancelled. Uh, I had all these cancellations of flights. I wasn't meant to fly until uh, next, uh, until the 30th, until the beginning of the week. That's when I was meant to fly. And I was in Florida getting prepared to go to a meeting in Georgia with uh, brothers and sisters there uh, last Monday, and the, or this Monday, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and says, get up, get to Charlotte immediately. And uh, you've got to press through and get on a flight and get out of the States right now. You must go now. So I immediately got everything ready, got everything into my car and uh, cancelled my meeting, which breaks my heart. I don't want to cancel meetings. I want to uh, be there and be on time and, and be able to minister and reach out to, to as many people as possible. And, you know, I had to race to Charlotte. I get there eight hours or so later and uh, check into the hotel, and then I started to pursue the airlines to get tickets, and all of a sudden all my flights started being cancelled, and every time they were cancelled and rebooked, it was only a short window before they were getting cancelled again, and then before you know it, it's got to the place where even your flights on Friday, which would have been today, those flights are cancelled, and, uh, you know, the father spoke to me, and he said... He said, you're leaving the country right now. I'm going to make a way for you to get out of the country. And I pressed in in prayer. And when I had the last conversation, you know, uh, with uh, American Airlines, you know, through my executive channels because of my status with the airlines, uh, the direct number that I can call so I don't have to wait one hour on the, on the phone for things to happen, um, you know, they told me, they said, listen, it's game over. You know, we can't get you a flight. We can't get you out of the country. And that's what they were telling me. They were not going to get you out of the country. And I'm thinking, man, come. But I know the word of Yehovah. So then when I came off the phone call saying, I don't know, we, we can't rebook your flight. What are you going to do? And I just went to prayer and I said, Father, what's the answer? And this is what he said to me. You go on to Expedia and you find flights. You go on and you, you search for flights uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina to Tel Aviv and look at what's available. Then call the airlines up and get them to pull back those seats so they can book you on those flights. 
And that's exactly what I did. So the airlines told me there was no seats. I found this one seat that was coming out. Uh, uh, was that on Tuesday? Uh, or was it Wednesday? I can't remember. What day is it today? I don't know what day it is. But anyway, I saw this one seat and it was basically for, I think it was Tuesday. Um, yeah, that's right. It was Tuesday. The very day I was in, it's 10.30 in the morning and I see this seat on a plane at 2, uh, 2.40 in that afternoon going out of Charlotte. I call up the airlines and I said, listen, get me on this flight. This will get me to New York. This will get me to London and from London to Tel Aviv. Get me on this flight. And they're, everything they're trying to do, they're like, I, we can't get you booked. We can't book you on this flight. I said, find a way, make it happen. And, you know, I persisted by the Spirit because the Father said, you have to get out. If you don't get out now, you're not going to get back to Israel. And you know what's important about getting back to Israel? What was yesterday? It was New Year's Day. It's the biblical New Year. As I come out of isolation here, the first meal I will have with my family in the land of Israel together is going to be Pesach. Hallelujah. I get to celebrate Passover with my family. But it's not just about that. It's the significance in the spirit of what's taking place right now that is so important. The Father is asking the question, and listen, and I'm going to be speaking prophetically. I want to prophesy and release the word of Yehovah to this generation at this time. We need to be people who are on time and in place and know how to listen and hear the voice of the Spirit. Your very life can uh, be determined on the ability to hear. The blessings of walking in the Spirit is to know the voice of the Spirit and to walk in His ways. That's the blessing of the Spirit. And I just want to encourage you that you are called to be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, to be filled with the Spirit. If you are in the Spirit, the blessing of walking in His ways is that you have the ability to hear, that you have the ability to see, that you can walk in the ways of the King of Kings. And yesterday we talked about the importance. It doesn't matter what comes against you. It doesn't matter what you face. Romans chapter 8. And listen, go back and listen to yesterday's message because, it, you know, it is a prophetic powerhouse of what needs to get delivered in this day. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? These are all the things that the enemy wants to use to slow you down in your spiritual journey. And what's the Father saying? I want to supercharge you in the Spirit in this hour. You and I need to be supercharged in the Spirit. in His presence needs to move into a whole new dimension right now. The dedication in His presence, your ability to know how to press in in prayer, your very life is determined on how much you will press in. So anyway, what did we talk about? We talked about the importance of the acceleration of your destiny and calling. And look, I'm not going to go through the whole of yesterday's word, but I'm telling you, 
you know, this wasn't me speaking yesterday. This was, you know, a prophetic word coming out of the presence of Yehovah. And I'm encouraging you, get hold of that word that it will bring supernatural transformation to your life. If you are stuck in the economy of this world, you are going down. But if you are built on the economy of the Spirit, you will see the protection of Yehovah. And I want to make a very clear warning that if we are walking in the ways of Yehovah, woe to any person who gets in the way of what the Spirit of Yehovah is doing. Those murmuring, complaining, those lying, cheating devils, those people listening to the plans of Satan. Listen, you're in serious trouble and there's only one thing you need to do and that's repent. You can't find any protection in any place. You need to repent and pull yourself in line with the Spirit. Why? Because Joshua and Caleb are proclaiming a message to this generation. They're saying, I've been in the land. Oh yeah, there's giants in the land. Oh yeah, but let me tell you about the fruit. Let me tell you about what that land looks like. It is everything the Father has promised. It is a land filled with milk and honey. It is filled with the blessings of Yehovah. So Shabbat Shalom as we come today into the presence of Yehovah. For what purpose? That we will be filled up. That we will be equipped in the Spirit. That we will have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that understands. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened. The hearts of the people who listen to negativity and lying spirits will be hardened. But those who have an ear to hear what the Spirit of Yehovah is saying, your hearts will come alive. Because there's a promise that's given to you. If you will yield to Him, if you will repent of your sins... If you will come to the place of prayer and humbly come before the Father, you will see a mighty outpouring of His Spirit. So let me tell you something. You need to share this message right now. Share it on your Facebook right now because we are about to rev up into the Word that the Father has. I'm expecting uh, a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. Man, I tell you, this is an appointed time. We've just come into Sabbath. We've just come into the Shabbat. This Shabbat is a feast day. Hallelujah. It's an appointment. And we're right at the beginning of it. So I want to lay a foundation of what the Holy Spirit is saying to be an encouragement to you for you to take into your Sabbath, whatever time uh, time zone you are watching in, that you can walk in the Spirit, that you can walk in His timing, that you can be where the Father's called you to be, that you can see the victory of Yeshua manifest within your life right here, right now. Hallelujah. So yesterday... We're talking about accelerate your calling. Accelerate the purposes of Yehovah within your life. Look, what do you want to do? Do you want to spend all your time going through Facebook, going through all the different things, trying to identify what people prophesied in the last 20 years, 50 years, 100 years? Look, I don't really care personally how many people prophesied and got things right about this crisis that we are facing right now? Why? Because we are in it. We're here right now. It's old news. I'm not looking for confirmation on the times we are in. I have eyes to see and ears to hear. I know which day we are living in. Hello? Wake up, O oh sleeper. Rise from the dead. Your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. And there you are going into the archives trying to identify, well, who was the one? Who are the people who prophesied things for this day? 
Let me tell you something. God is on the throne. Yehovah is on the throne. Father, we thank you for this time. We lift up your name. We ask for an outpouring of your spirit upon our life. So as we come to your word, as we come into your presence, we release the spirit of prophecy over our time. We ask for the gifts of the spirit to manifest right here, right now, that your gifts will pour out upon our lives. Father, that the fire of the Holy Spirit will encapsulate every single one of us and that everyone that's joining us right now will be supernaturally transformed by the power of Yehovah right here, right now. Oh yeah, oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you watching right now? Are you tuned in right now? Are you not? It's not about being tuned in to me. Are you tuned in to the Holy Spirit right now? Because we need to hear from him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anyway, a king dies. That's what happens. Isaiah chapter 6. Turn in the scriptures. Isaiah chapter 6. We're going to press in to the word. What are we dealing with right now? We're talking about the commissioning. We're talking about the assignments. It's time for us to see vision. It's time for us to to understand our calling for us to receive from Yehovah. What's your part in the midst of the crisis that's going on globally around us? Are, are you going to sit back and just be known as one of the people who hid away in this time? Yes, Gideon had to send 23,000 men home who never got to be part of the army of Yehovah. Why? Because they were filled with fear. Where is the people of faith? Where is the people of faith? You might not be the strong powerhouse that you know the fire, the Father needs you to be. But let me tell you something. This message tonight is to empower you so you can be supernaturally delivered and you can move into a realm of the Spirit to witness the transforming power of the Messiah so that you can be equipped, that you can be commissioned and you can go forth in His name. Hallelujah. And there's a commission that I'm going to share tonight that the Messiah is speaking directly to you and to me. Praise Yehovah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 6. In the year of King Uzziah, he died. I saw Yehovah seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 4. Exact same word is spoken in Revelation. I saw the Lord seated on the throne. I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and his and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling. They were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is Yehovah Almighty. Yehovah. The whole earth is full of his glory. Oh, I'm not going to calm down until I see CNN broadcasting the glory of Yehovah. I want to see the manifest glory of Yehovah. Why? Because Yeshua is alive. He really came. 
He really paid the price. He paid the price to set you free, to bring you into covenant with the Father, that you could walk in the kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. This is such an important time in the presence of Yehovah. We see that the angels, what did they declare? They declared, holy, holy, holy. What are they saying? They're saying that the Father, He is unique. He is set apart. This is not just any God. This is not a God of stone. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is Jehovah Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Now you look around right now and what do you see? You know, we're seeing a virus that the whole earth is full of right now but I want to prophesy it's time for the glory of Yehovah it's time for the glory of Yehovah and you know the angels see it they understand it let me ask you a question if you move into the dimension of the spirit can you see how holy he is can you capture who he is so that you can walk in who he has called you to be that you can participate in the calling the very reason that he predestined you before the foundation of the earth he made mention of your name ladies and gentlemen I've got news for you today you and I were born for such a time as this. This is our generation. This is our day to shine for him. May the glory of Yehovah be manifest in our lives and through our lives, not just in our lives. Yes, I'm speaking to you from isolation. I, Kenny, sit in the place of isolation. But I am filled with the Spirit and filled with the Word of Yehovah, and I'm going to proclaim His name. Holy, holy, holy is Yehovah Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. I want to ask you a question. Can you see that right now? What do you see? What are you looking at? Are you filled with fear because you're so focused on what's happening within this world? Or are you seeing exactly what the seraph are seeing? Are you seeing the holiness of Yehovah, that he is unique, that he can bring forth the answer of supernatural deliverance and also bring forth the judgment that this world deserves because of its sinfulness? Holy, holy, holy. I tell you, we serve a God who loves the people of the world. God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. The Father cares for the needs and concerns of every person on this earth. But you harden your heart against him. You harden your heart and disobey him. He makes provision. He says, enter into the narrow way. Don't just think that you can come to Yehovah any way you please. Well, you know, I'm just going to walk in my understanding with God. You think so? (laughs) How's that going for you right now? Well, we're going to see in the scripture that that doesn't go too well. Hallelujah. Verse 4, Isaiah chapter 6. If you're just tuning in right now, come on. Let's get into verse 4. Let's get into this. I've got Donna saying there's no sound. Anyone else got sound? Suppose we better check. If someone says there's no sound, could you imagine we got this far and there's no sound? Let me just check if we've got sound. Do we have sound? Let's get into verse 
yeah, we've got sound, Donna. You're going to have to check your system, find out what's going on. Maybe there's a mute button you need to unpress there so you can hear. And I hope you will be able to hear and have an ear to hear what the father is saying right now. <laughs> Isn't it funny I'm giving her instructions on how to take the mute off, you know? Supernatural, supernatural. Praise Yehovah. Isaiah chapter 6. <laughs> right, let's get into the word. Isaiah chapter 6. At the sound of their voices... The doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. And here comes Isaiah. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King and Yehovah Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and he said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Take me into the Holy of Holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me into the Holy of Holies. Uh, cleanse my lips. Touch, <laughs> let the cold touch my lips. Cleanse my lips. Here I am. Can't remember all the words of the song. I used to love listening to Petra. What an awesome song that was for you oldies out there that can remember that song back in the 80s. Hallelujah. I'm a man of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the King of the Lord Almighty. This is exactly what happened at Mount Sinai when the ketubah, the conditions of the marriage covenant are being spoken out over the people and the people are like, stop, stop. It's waxing loud. We can't take this. Why? Because your word is so powerful, but we recognize our sin. And the Father says, I don't want you to run from this moment. I want you to be cleansed in this place. Be cleansed in this place. Listen, what's the enemy saying to you? You've got people telling you, pushing you down. Saying that you uh, have no authority, saying that, uh, that you have no right to preach the gospel, that Yehovah can't use you. Look at the state of your life. Look at what Moshe went through when he stood before the burning bush. Take your shoes off. The place where you're standing is holy ground. Okay, take your shoes off. Step out of the realm of this flesh. And come and stand in his presence. And here's Isaiah. What's he faced with? <clears throat> I'm ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips. Why? The shaking, the sound of the voices, the doorpost and the threshold shook of the temple and it was filled with smoke. Here comes the Messiah. Here comes Yeshua standing amongst them. This is another scripture where we see the Messiah showing up. Then one of the seraph flew with the live coal in his hands. And what did he say? He says, your guilt is taken away. Your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, Whom shall I send? Listen, Father, take us into a place where we can hear by your Spirit. Take us into a place where we can capture what you were saying and we can understand the voice of the Spirit. Do you hear what the Father is speaking right now by the Spirit? Do you hear? 
We need an experience. We need a vision. We need to come to the place where we have life-changing moments. And I just want to ask you, when was the last time you had a life-changing moment in the presence of Yahovah? Look, I've had life-changing moments all through my spiritual journey, all through my spiritual walk. Some of them are extremely incredible life-changing moments. I'll never forget the impact of some of them. The times when I've had open visions, the times where I have seen and operated into a realm that is so far out of the natural that you don't even know how to contain yourself. You don't even know how to stand in the midst of what you are witnessing in the presence of Yehovah because God is holy. He is amazing and yes, he wants to use you. Yes, he is calling to you to rise up and be who the Father has called you to be. He is saying, where are my people? Where are the people of my pasture? Where are the people who know truly what it's like to be found in his presence? Oh, we're all full of fear. We're too busy watching that, the boob tube, as we used to call it in the old days, you know, watching that one-eyed devil in the corner. You can be so caught up with what's happening on the television. <laughs> uh, look, we need his vision. We need his provision. We don't need tell a vision. We need his vision. What's the vision of Yehovah? What's the Father speaking to you? So we're in Isaiah chapter 6. If you're just joining, come on. Let's get into the scriptures. Let's get into the word. We're talking about the commission. What's taking place here? The king has died. All of a sudden, there's a hole in society. What's going to take place? The nation of Israel, of Judah, is put in a place of indecisiveness. We don't know what's going to happen at this time. And what does Isaiah see I saw Yehovah seated on a throne high and exalted and his train of uh, and the train of his robe filled the temple hallelujah I saw Yehovah seated on a throne high and exalted where do you see Yehovah today is he high and exalted within your life listen I, I tell you I sense the presence of Yehovah right here I'm just warming up man I tell you I am warming up here. I'm warming up. Why? Because the Father says, I'm going to set people free right now. It's time for us to take up the commission of Yehovah and be who the Father has called us to be. We're just warming up. I don't know how long we're going to go for, but we're going to go until we see what? The prophetic word delivered and the transformation coming and becoming a part of our lives. Why? You have to know how to partake of him. We don't just listen to the word. We need to eat the word. We need to be consumed by the word. Be consumed by the Spirit. Father, we need your presence. We need your presence. We want to hear from you in this vision that Isaiah is witnessing. I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, Whom shall I send and whom will go for me? Well, what did Isaiah say? Well, so, so what's this job title you have? How much do you pay? Um, you know, is this, is this $10 an hour? Is this $100 an hour? You know, what's your pension benefits? Uh, you know, what, what type of thing is, uh, you know, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of this? That's not what you hear from Isaiah. 
That is not what you hear from Isaiah. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Who will go for us? We're talking kingdom talk right now. We're not just talking individual talk. We're talking kingdom talk talk. You are called to be a part of the kingdom. Who will go for us? Then I said, here I am. Send me. Let me tell you something. Ever since I was a child, since I was 11 years old, I used to get in the closet with this book. I got in the closet, got the word of Yehovah in front of me, got the flashlight on my scriptures as I went in that closet. And I said, Father, here I am. Send me. Use me. Here I am. Here I am. Is that the call of your heart right now? Here I am. Send me. Use me. I need you. Yehovah, I need you. God, I need you. Will you send me? Why? I hear the voice of Yehovah. I hear the voice. Here I am. Send me. He said, go and tell the people. And then we're going to break down what he says to tell the people next week. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. I'm just joking. No, we're not. We're going to deal with this right now. Yeah, this is not a serial. You know, we're not just trying to get through uh, a series of 24 on uh, Fox television. No, that's not what we're here about. We're here to partake of him. We're here to receive the word of Yehovah, that the fire of the Spirit will be in our bones, that the word of Yehovah will be a fire within our lives, bringing transformation to who we are called to be. Hallelujah. And I said, here I am, send me. Listen, this is what Isaiah said. I'm volunteering. I'm stepping up to the plate. I recognize that there's only one thing that's important in this world, and that is that I am in line with your spirit. I'm volunteering. I'm giving myself. You've taken away uh, my sorrows. You've taken away everything. Uh, You know, you've taken away uh, my sin. You've dealt with the lawlessness within my life. You have filled me with your spirit. And I am so thankful you have forgiven me much. And here I am coming into your presence. And this is what I have to say, Father. I volunteer. I sign up. I take hold of the commission that you have over my life. I know that I am called to be a kingdom servant in your presence. And this is what he said. He said, go tell the people. This is verse 9. Be ever hearing but never understanding. Be ever seeing but never perceiving. Make the hearts of this people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Ah, that's not the word that I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear a word that would be like uh, so exalting and and so encouraging and and oh, hear the voice of God. What is be ever hearing but never understanding? You disobedient people, don't think that you deserve to walk in the ways of Yehovah. Oh, but wait a second, Isaiah, you're a great prophet. Here you are being commissioned, and your first word you have is not, Hallelujah, here comes his glory. The first word is what? Bring the people to a place of repentance. 
Be ever hearing but never understanding. Be ever seeing but never perceiving what is taking place. What's taking place. It's going to be an increased hardening of the people's hearts. That's what's taking place. This is the first word of Isaiah, the greatest evangelist in the Tanakh. The greatest evangelist. His first word is what? It's a word that's breaking down. It's the hardening of the people. Do we see that happening again in the ministry of Yeshua? Yes, we do. Hold on one second. Let me go there and see if I can find it. I'm sure it's like Matthew 12, Matthew 13. Um, let's have a look. <sighs> Matthew chapter 13, we're dealing with the sower. It's Yeshua speaking. The disciples came to him in verse 10 and they asked, Why do you speak to these people in parables? Come on, speak plainly to the people, will you? That's what the disciples are playing. He replied, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not understand. In them is fulfilled the prophet from Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. From this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because you see. This is Yeshua speaking. Matthew chapter 13. Come on. Let's proclaim the word. But blessed are your eyes because you see and your ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous men longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message... Hold on. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. We're reading in Matthew chapter 13, we're in verse 19. This is the seed sown along the path. And the one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who receives the seed, verse 22, that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it and make it unfruitful. But the one who receives the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, and thirty times what was sown. 
<laughs> Do you see the order? It doesn't say 30, 60, 100. Listen, this is not about building your faith. This is not about uh, um, uh, uh, 30, 60, 100. No, this is 100, 60, and 30. Why? I'm speaking to those who have got good soil. And when you hear the word, you're going to see a hundredfold return. Then it's going to start moving down. How close do you want to get to, to those thorny environments? How close do you want to get to those rocky environments? Do you want the cares of this world to be so inflamed within your life that you cannot function for the King of Kings? Or do we want to be set apart in his presence? Do we want to be set apart? Why have I got this television on in the background? Because I want you to see something. You've got a choice at what you listen to and what you look to. You can spend your whole day sitting in front of that box. You can send your, spend your whole day listening to what the media has to say. Or you can spend your time in this book. So where are you? Hello? Is anyone hearing me right now? I'm asking you, where are you? Where are you? Are you listening in his presence? Are you receiving? Will you allow the, the work of the Spirit to manifest within your life? Hallelujah for the call of Isaiah. What an incredible testimony. What an incredible commissioning we have here in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. Hallelujah. He is being commissioned. He's in the presence. He sees Jehovah seated on a throne. He is high and exalted. And the train of his robe fills the temple. He is high and exalted. Is Yehovah high and exalted within your life right now? We need visions. We need dreams. You want to know how to get supercharged in the presence of Yehovah? How do you get charged in the spirit? You have a word from God. The word from God will transform your entire world. <sighs> Are you getting this? Is anyone getting this message tonight? Is anyone receiving the word of Yehovah? Is this falling on good soil? Is this word ministering to you tonight? Are you receiving this appointed word for this Sabbath as I speak forth from the presence of Yehovah? Oh, if they were not brought to a place of the hardening of the people, an increased hardening, if you will just soften your heart before the Father. Soften your heart before the Father. It's the word of Yehovah. Receive it right now. Soften your heart in his presence. Why? Because then you will see with your eyes, hear with your ears, understand with your heart, and you will turn and be healed. I want to see a people rise up who are supernaturally empowered to lay hands on the sick, that they will be healed. Can we empty hospitals today? Are you ready to empty hospitals? Are you ready to proclaim the word of Yehovah where the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit will manifest in your life and through your life to this generation? Oh, brother, that's okay for a revival crusade. But what about in the streets in your neighborhood today? Huh? Father, here we are. I want to be on call. I want to be in place. Father, I ask for the gifts of the Spirit for healing for the anointing to bring forth your healing power 
I can't heal, but you can. Yeshua, by your stripes, we are healed. I've experienced your healing power within my life. I'll never forget the day when Haley laid hands on me and just tears dropping off her eyes onto the shingles when I had the shingles before we were married. And she just came and laid hands on me. We watched the shingles supernaturally uh, shrink and totally disappear. I'm talking about all that area on my side that was just oozing. It was all bubbles and all oozing. The pain in my nerves was incredible. The day before, you know what she did? She took me horse riding. <laughs> yeah, so there we are, out horse riding. I'm like, gallop. I can't do this trot thing or this walk thing. I just wanted to gallop just straight because it was so painful. She's thinking, what type of a horse rider is this guy? I didn't know I had the shingles. It wasn't until later that evening. I'm like, what is going on with me? I've got the shingles. And it's all busting out of my side and weeping. And the pain was intense. And Haley had a word, get up. I was staying in my van in Spain and, you know, uh, working with Roy and Brenda Taylor there in, in Spain and, and Michas. And there I am on the hill, just across from her house, sleeping in the van just so that I can be near her home. This is before we got married. She got up in the morning, was in prayer, and the Holy Spirit gave her a word. Go over, lay hands on Kenny over those shingles and watch it shrivel up and die. I'm going to supernaturally heal him right now. I was supernaturally healed. That entire shingles and Haley's mum and dad witnessed it throughout the whole day. It just went all the way to perfect skin one day from a weeping, oozing, pussy mess to clear. All pain gone, supernaturally restored. My God is a healer. His healing power is here. His healing power is here. So where are we going right now? We're dealing with the commission. We're dealing with the vision. So what are you going to spend your time doing right now? Are you going to spend your time trying to collate all the prophetic words of what people have said to get us to this point? Or are you going to start prophesying to this generation at this time? So what's going on here? Then I said, here we are, verse 11 of Isaiah chapter 6. Then I said, for how long, O Lord? And he answered, until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitants, until the houses are left deserted. Oh, imagine being called for such a time as this. Your sin has come up to such a level. Now I'm going to raise up my prophets. They're going to speak forth my word. And it's not how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And yes, that's a prophecy that came out of the mouth of this prophet who is receiving this word right now. So what's going to happen? Hey, by the way, do you know who Isaiah was? He is the prophet who was sawn in half alive. Oh yeah, well received. Oh yes, thank you for the fame and thank you for the fortune. May the force be with you. <laughs> no, not Isaiah. He paid the price. He saw the Messiah. He spoke the words of the Messiah to this generation. If you're Jewish, I've got good news for you. Isaiah shows you the way to the Mashiach. Hallelujah. Let's lay down with religion. Let's trade your sorrows <laughs> for the joy of the king. Hallelujah. 
How long, O Lord? And he answered, Until the cities lie in ruin and without inhabitants, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and, and ravaged, until Yehovah has sent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken and no a tenth remains in the land, it will again be laid waste. But as the terbithin and oak leaves uh, stumps uh, when they are cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. So the holy seed singular, so the Messiah will be the stump in the land. The holy seed, hallelujah. What are we looking at? We're looking at the 70 years of the Babylonian that 10% of them would return Yes, Israel would sprout like a terebithin, an oak-like tree. Hallelujah. The oak trees of righteousness will rise up again. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. This is the lead up. You know, you want to see Isaiah starting to move into prophecy here? I'm just warming up. Isaiah's just warming up. That's exactly what's happening. You know, that's exactly what's taking place. We're dealing with all the problems of the sin. We're dealing with all the problems of the nation. And then once all of that is out, here comes the commissioning. And here comes the word. Oh, it's going to get worse before it's going to get better. Oh, it's going to get really bad. In fact, I'm going to lay this land waste. This is not the way that I intended things to be. But I am going to bring forth a seed. A seed. The stump will be in the land. The Messiah will rise up. It's all about the Messiah. Listen, it's not about Israel having its own nation so that we can be democracy. Who's getting excited about democracy? We need to get excited about theocracy. Hallelujah. The manifestation of his kingdom here on earth. The book of Jeremiah chapter 5, it says, Hear this, you foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Hear this. Announce this to the house of Jacob and proclaim it to Judah. Hear this, you foolish and senseless people. Why speak? (laughs) Who who have eyes, but you don't see, who have ears, but you do not hear. Listen, let's get to the place. Father, give me eyes to see. Give me ears to hear what the Spirit is saying right now. We need to know this. We need to know what the Spirit's saying right now. We need eyes to see. Listen, there's people that are moving with an evil agenda against the will of Yehovah, trying to justify their mouth's actions, their words and their actions. You can never justify your words or your actions unless your life lines up with the scripture. Woe to anyone who starts speaking out of turn when what's the father saying? He's saying, I want you to have eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts that understand. 
Give us eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. Give us hearts to understand. Hallelujah. Well, I wanted to go to another verse in Matthew. Why? Because we want to know what it truly means to walk in the commission. Isaiah is commissioned. Do you see Yeshua high and lifted up? Do you see who he is? Do you see who he is? Matthew chapter 28. When the 11 disciples, verse 16, when the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Yeshua had told them to go, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Yeshua came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, baptizing them in the name of Yeshua. It doesn't say in the original translation, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That was added in there with Catholic doctrine. Baptize them in my name. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, we want to come into your presence. We want to receive from you. Do you want the fire of the Spirit in your life? Do you want to go forth in the commission that the Father has for you? Do you want to see the gifts of the Spirit flowing through your life? Just as we have all these volunteers in the health service all over the world rising up, they're putting their lives on the edge. They're taking high risk to care for those in need. Will you rise up and care to bring the life source the living word Yeshua the Messiah to this generation repent for the kingdom of God is at hand repent for the kingdom of Yehovah is at hand well I'm just warming up I'm just warming up let me tell you something there's a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh coming and there's nothing you can do to stop it I want to ask you a question which side do you want to be on do you want to be on the side of Yehovah or are you just going to stand in the way? If you're in the way, the Father said, I'm going to take you out. Do you understand what the Spirit is saying? This is not a day to mess around. What is the, the ground within your heart? Is it good soil so you can receive from Yehovah? Are you receiving the power and the authority of the Spirit to rise up within you? Or is your ground full of thorns and full of rocks so the word comes you go yeah 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 and then five minutes later you forget you lose the power you lose the authority this is the hour i am prophesying right now i am telling you this is a word of warning says yehovah there are people who are listening and you're about to miss the very commissioning of yehovah over your life because you have walked away from your calling why? Because you see the presence of Yehovah and you, and you see your sin, you see your guilt. You say, I can't walk in this way because of who I am. And what's the father say in Isaiah 6? The this, this seraph is taking the tongs. He's going to take the very rock from the altar and he is going to touch your lips. He's going to atone for your sin. Will you rise up and be who the father has called you to be in this generation? This is the hour, says Yehovah. Rise up, O people of Yehovah. I 
I'm on the verge of seeing one of the biggest outpourings of miracles that this world has ever seen. I see it. I already see it. I see literally hundreds of thousands of people being supernaturally healed and delivered. Why? Coronavirus, you are nothing to the blood of Yeshua. You are nothing to the blood of Yeshua. We have authority in the Spirit and we are called to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Where are the people of Yehovah who believe this word? Oh, I'm just going to stay in isolation. Yeah, you stay in isolation. That's where you're meant to be. But in the place of isolation, you better get filled up. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Do you hear what I'm saying? Some of you just want a Shabbat Shalom. Be blessed. No, this is an appointment with the king. This is a commissioning. Yeshua said, I'm commissioning you. I am sending you out. Go and make disciples of the nations. Bring the kingdom to this generation. Oh, I'm just warming up. You ain't seen nothing yet. The fire is in my bones. I've been having personal revival most of my life. You know, for such a time as this. For such a time as this, when I walked through the airport in JFK the other day, and I walked through that airport, and it was so empty. Listen, I was in JFK right after September 11th. I was one of those people who were on the flight with another 15 other people on an entire jet flying from London to New York. With Hannah and her... Uh, buggy with Haley and Hannah, you know, I'll never forget what they said to us as we entered, uh, you know, the gangway to go onto the plane. Good luck. I hope you make it. People were scared stiff. They were so full of fear. I stood there at ground zero. What did I see? I saw a vision of the Spirit that came upon me as I stood at ground zero one month after the towers fell. This is what the Father said, I'm raising up a supernatural highway that will become visible for all to see. Everyone will see it, from the oldest to the youngest, they will all see it. They will not be able to deny it's the highway of Yehovah. I'm going to pour out my spirit from America. It's going to go from America. It's going to come through the UK. It's going to come through Europe. Its destination is the land of Israel. This is the prophecy I prophesied in 2011. October the 11th, 2011. This is the word that Yehovah gave me. He said, I'm pouring out my spirit. There I was just the other day standing in JFK. And you can watch the video on my Facebook. How many people were there? We didn't have to deal with the six feet rule. We didn't have to deal with the two meters. Why? There was nobody there. This is a day of change, but it's a day of kingdom change. So which kingdom are you serving? Who are you walking with? Who are you walking with? It's time for us to take hold of the real message of the gospel of the kingdom. Do you know what the real message of the gospel of the kingdom is? That you don't have to be afraid to say this, repent. 
You don't have to be afraid to say, you know what? You're in sin and you need to get your lives right. When I minister to the Orthodox, I don't say, hello, my God's chosen people. No, I don't. I say, hi, I want to tell you something. You are out of covenant with God because you disobey Moses. He says in Deuteronomy chapter 18, there is one coming like me and you must listen to him. If you don't, you'll be cut off. That's what Peter said in the book of Acts chapter 3 when he preached and ministered to the Jewish people at the time of Pentecost, the outpouring of the Spirit, Shavuot. So why should your message be any different than his message back then at the outpouring of the Spirit from Peter's mouth? Why should your message be any different from the message of Moshe from the book of Deuteronomy? Stop playing games with superficial religion. Modern day Zionism is an angel of light. It is not of me, says Yahovah. Why? It's an anti-Christ spirit. Are we so stupid? You really thought they're going to be for you? We don't need democracy. We need theocracy. We need the manifestation of his kingdom. His kingdom is coming. The glory of Yehovah will be revealed on earth. There'll be a mighty outpouring of the Spirit here in the land of Israel that will be so powerful, the entire nations of the world will come to attention. No, I'm prophesying. I'm prophesying the word. I didn't just find this from eating pizza. I found this in the presence and from studying what the scriptures have to say. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of Yehovah is here. It's at hand. So I want to ask you a question. This is a serious question. We're coming into Shabbat. Before you eat, before you do the things, maybe you've eaten already. <laughs> Wherever you're watching from, listen. If you're in other nations, you haven't entered into Shabbat yet, then I want to challenge you right now. Come into my presence and say, Father, here I am. Send me. Here I am, send me. I volunteer for your kingdom. I volunteer to take up my execution stake and follow you, Yeshua, no matter what the cost. Because that's the commission today. You haven't got another week. <laughs> Just watch that in the background there. Just watch your television for half an hour and then switch it off. You haven't got another week. This is the hour. Will you pray and intercede for this generation? Will you pray for the deliverance of Yehovah to manifest in such a powerful way that the supernatural, tangible presence of the glory of God will fill the whole earth? Oh, no, I'm not speaking to a believing people right now. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. I release his word. I release his word to your heart. I release his word to the atmosphere. I speak to the principalities over this nation, over Israel. And I say, you shall bow the knee to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. <laughs> you have no authority over the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, you systems of the world, you are nothing compared to his goodness Compared to his authority, he is the commander-in-chief. He is the Lord God Almighty. He is seated on a throne. He is highly exalted. I don't need to say any more because I've said everything that needs to be said. If you need to listen to this again, you go back from the beginning. You can watch this. Listen, the hour has come. 
Rise up from your slumber. Rise from the dead. Rise from the dead. Some of you are so out of the ways of the spirit. You are as good as dead. Rise up. Receive the resurrection power of Yeshua and be who the Father has called you to be right here, right now. This is the hour. I'm looking forward to Shabbat. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the next 24 hours. You just wait and see what the message is going to be tomorrow. This is day two from isolation. I'm in isolation, but I'm getting filled up. Because I tell you, when I get to the end of my 14 days and I'm officially released from this room, I'm officially released from this uh, quarantine place, you watch what's going to happen. You watch what's going to take place. I'm volunteering. Are you volunteering? Are you going to rise up? Are you going to rise up and be who the Father's called you to be? You're going to run away from people who are sick, who are dying, who can't get on ventilators. The most people who get put on ventilators aren't even going to make it. But what happens if you lay your hands on them? Then they're supernaturally healed. This is the hour. This is the hour. I want to thank you for watching. Shabbat Shalom. Go to bulldozerfaith.com. Get connected with our ministry. Why? We're a mission agency. We're going to raise people up. We're going to train them in the spirit. We're going to send people. We are prophetically releasing people for such a time as this. So get behind us at the ministry there on bulldozerfaith.com. If you want to give, if you're thinking about a place to give this Shabbat, then our ministry is a great place to plant seed. It's time that we reap a kingdom harvest. It's time that we put our resources to the kingdom. Why? Because your resources might be worth nothing in a matter of weeks. It might be worth nothing. So let's give to the kingdom. Let's pour into the kingdom. Let's plant our seeds so we re re reap a heavenly reward. Thanks for watching. Shabbat Shalom.